If you're looking to buying a new home or selling your home, please go see Legacy Realty Group Remax Vantage and speak to Valdir Baptista Korea, real estate agent at 508-441-1628. His email is Realtor at gmail.com. His motto is your perfect home is out there. I can help you find it. That's Valdir Korea at 508 441 1628. You can buy a home or you can sell the one you have. But see this guy. Like he says, your perfect home is out there. I can help you find it. Hey, 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 welcome to the Really Charlie podcast. Today, I'm just uh, chilling out during my break time. Figured I'd sit back and chill out with everyone, represent my team, my quarterback. As uh, T.O. says, that's my quarterback. Well, hey, um, go Patriots, go Patriots. Last night was pretty... uh, crazy with them Celtics and not doing anything possibly right, you know, other than Tatum doing his thing. And, um, and also I'm just basically, uh, here to rant, do some random things here on the really Charlie podcast, um, this afternoon or this morning, almost, let's see, 1129. It's still morning. Um, so last night I sat there, Got my Tatum jersey on, just sitting back and watching the game, getting a little frustrated. Um, nobody making shots, you know, and you're just wondering, you know, what's going on, man? It's supposed to be NBA players doing their thing, you know. It's all they do. It's their job to shoot and play the, ba- the game of basketball. And, uh, man, I mean, it's not easy. It's not easy, but, you know, I, I just wish there was uh, some other people on that team, you know, and it's kind of deja vu of uh, last year, you know, I was saying, where's the bench, where's the bench? Um, but now it's getting to the point where um, 
you know, you can only count on three, maybe four people on that team to do something throughout the day, throughout the game, you know, the week. Or, and it's getting a little tiresome. Um, it's almost at the point where I don't want to put the game on. I want to watch something else. Hey, hey, Mike, what's going on, man? Nice to see you, hear you. Um, and thanks for the support as always. I hope, you know, things you're doing, which is your book is going well, you know, um, and today, Mike, I'm just talking about NBA, you know, shooting and, you know, the Celtics, uh, it seems like everybody they play, you know, has someone that they can swing, you know, where you you can swing the ball to the other side of the court and someone's ready, shot ready and ready to fire up a good shot and um, and knock it down. And the Celtics just don't have that, you know. They just don't have it. You're trying to swing it around. And, and I heard the conversations today, you know, with different sports, you know, radio and different podcasts and, you know, people talking, well, put Pritchard in there, put Neesmith in there, you know. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind that. You know, I, I, I really wouldn't mind that. Um, however, um, those guys are coming in at certain parts of the game, and um, they're getting real good looks. They, they, they're catching the ball. They're shot ready. They're not <laughs> dribbling to shoot, you know, dri- uh, taking shots off the dribble. They, they're shot ready, ready, boom. And they're missing. They're missing short. And wishing wide, it, it just—it's just crazy, you know. So, what's going on? How you doing? I'm doing all right. Anytime I'm on the podcast, um, it's good for me. And you know, recently, uh, past two months, been doing the uh, WMB1 radio with uh, Russell Ramis, thanks to B Mag. And WNB1 Radio, you know, allowing us to go on on Tuesdays, 6 to 8, and play some old school R&B, man. And uh, I love it. Just get in that studio and, and, and you know, Brian keeps the uh, the mood is setting nice. And we just chill out and have some conversation and play some music. And every every night I'm, I'm living and learning. And uh, and Brian's teaching me a few things. So along with Russell, Russell Ramis is uh, they both come from uh, you know UMass Dartmouth and the radio station there is uh, WSMU, and uh, it was good times. You listen to good music, and um, so I'm glad that they both uh, with me and Brian give me the opportunity to play some music. So feel free to join us on WMB1 Radio, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Tuesdays. The website is www.nb1radio, 1-O-N-E-radio.com. And please, you know, come in. You can actually call in, you know, give us a request. What's up, everyone? All right. Nice to hear these comments, you know. It's rare that I'm on during the day, but um, I'm just in the mood for you guys. I'm, I'm in the mood to talk to y'all and uh, yeah, play some old school music, you know, um, on Tuesdays. But uh, 
and there it is the good time show love it love it people know they they definitely left a mark on this community and uh you know brian's still doing his thing you know r&b entertainment man it's just uh just nice 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 see mike says aside from the technical components of shooting it may just be a talent discrepancy i agree i agree um the uh you know i, I posted um on my facebook page about different people you know isaiah thomas um you know uh there was a thing about kyle Crawford Crawford saying he's too old and don't play defense guess what you know what they'll learn they're veterans, they're old veterans. That you know, you they may not be able to be as quick as they used to be, but however, they can shoot. And the reason why it's the defensive end is definitely, you know, the Celtics are holding teams down to low percent, a low low amount of points, you know. But um, you know, that offensive, you know, we just need that. We need that. Tatum needs to get the ball on the wing and, 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 and see that he can he can swing the ball to the other side. So you swing it. Boom, boom, two passes, someone's open, boom. Three-pointer, you know, or down in the corner. Or, you know, we, when have you seen uh, this season, remember how Avery Bradley used to leave that corner and cut down along the baseline, an easy layup. I mean, he constantly did it over and over again. And – um. You know, we're, we're not going to get the teams that we had way back, you know, a few years back. You know, it's just a different. I think the Celtics are just falling in love with um, their players. There's a, a, a genuine love for them, and they just don't want to just kind of move on, move forward. And, um, you know, I, I did um, – the Locked On uh, Celtics uh, podcast I listen to every day with John Corrales and um, on my way to work and and just listen to everything that he talks about and he's a he's a pro market smart um, you know fan and, and and he's always pushing them and some of the things they do and when Marcus is not on the court they seem to their percentages go down low 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 you know and, and um. It's, it's the Celtics play much better with him on the court. So, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I, did, I don't want to see him go. I mean, is is I like that grit. I really do. Um, but the shooting is something that I, I can't live with. Um, when he's driving to the hoop like he was doing yesterday and in, in, in the Cleveland games, both Cleveland games, he was driving to the hoop. Those are nice. I like that. I like that from Marcus Smart. You know, but the those jumpers are just something that um, I can't live with. What's up, KP? Bang, bang, my brother. How you doing, man? I was Florida. So, but, you know, we can keep talking Celtics and, and, and whatever, football, whatever you want, sports in general. Um, um, whatever you want, I think... Um, yeah, I'm glad it was good, Kevin. Good. Enjoy yourself, man. That's good. Nice weather. 
course. Florida is always good. Good for the weather, um, definitely. But, um, you know, uh, driving to work, I, I, I mean, well, I was in work and I'm driving along and I'm listening to the podcast, the Wind Down podcast with uh, Mikey Montero and um, was their guest, you know, with uh, B. Carter and C. Lister, my, my, my favorite podcast, man. I love them. I like listening to them. They bring convo, as you say, conversation to the table. And you just talk about many, many issues. Um, the other host, I'm, I'm, I'm got a blank here. Anyway, so, so they, they bring those conversations up that you can talk about. And it was really nice listening to, you know, them have um, Mikey Montero on, a.k.a. Mikey Life, you know, and, and him just talking about his brainstorm and what he's trying to do at the Abstract Lab, um, Union at 6th Street, downtown New Bedford, and, and some of the things that he's doing, you know, on artist, artistic and, and, and entrepreneurship um, things that he's doing. And it's just bringing the community together, you know, from podcasts to to artists going in there and recording what they have. And, and then, you know, engineers just working their magic. And, and it was nice, you know. And um, so... I had I started the day off real real nice, and um, just listening to that and having that conversation during my ride, and um, it was nice. So, shout out to the Wind Down Podcast, and um, and also Mikey Montero for doing their things. You know, it was, it was a great show, and I really really appreciate it. So, KP, what's up? KP says, what's wrong? with them Lakers, well, one of the things, and I didn't think it was, well, I thought it would be better, but, um, you know, their problem is Westbrook. And uh, and then the other thing, the, uh, oh, man, dude with the head, headband there, Kevin, what's his name there? With Chicago now. Oh, my God, they let him go, and they could have paid him some money. Um, and I think that was, and uh, let Rondo do his thing, you know, in, in Westbrook. Buddy Hill was definitely the one, you know, they should have went after. That would have been nice. And uh, and he could have, he definitely, he could have been uh, the plus. They probably would have won more games with Buddy on that team in uh lebron's absence you know because he could have took over the game just just like ad could and isn't so that makes me that's weird um so someone said go falcons not today not today i'm gonna tell you it's gonna be a game that's gonna be Hyped up real quick, you know, in the first quarter, everybody, that that energy is going to be crazy. And, uh, you know, we can't forget that Super Bowl. And and so people are going to be feeling things, you know, whether it's good, bad, or ugly. You know, they're going to be feeling things, and and that energy is going to be on the field. However, I think this year is – is the Patriots going to have Atlanta's number this time, you know, only because they can control the ball. 
And I think they're going to be able to control the ball. And Atlanta is going to resort to passing the ball. Um, and that's going to be to the advantage of the Patriots in their rushing, uh, their defensive rushing capability. So, um, and that's going to, that's going to swing it, swing the game in our favor, probably, you know, at some point. And uh, so I can't wait. Can't wait. As you see, I'm already geared up. This young man right here, number 10, is definitely going to do his thing um, and be a game manager. And it's going to be nice. All right. Let's see. Smart for heel. Mm, you know what? I'd, I'd, I'd do that in two seconds, you know, um, only because, um, you know, Buddy is, 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 is a good, good player. And, um, you know, if he needed to take over the game, he definitely could. He's like um, Middleton of the Bucks. you know. You see when it's time for him to just go ahead and dribble and, and take those those 16 to 18 footers, he can do it, you know. And um, and Buddy's similar to that, you know. So when, when Jason and Jalen are having a bad day, you know, Buddy can just go ahead and, and, and take over the game. But you know, he can be the first option always, you know, he could be the first option and the other two can play off him, you know, so I, I, I like that idea, you know, um, and, and grab him and, and swap contracts and let's go, you know, and I don't know if it's that easy, you know, I, I could never understand the contracts and, and, but I, I would love to see that. Um, and even, uh, you know, even cousins, he's not, uh, you know, guess what? He's, Kind of head case sometimes, but um, I think he's, you know, I don't know. He brings some some courageous, some some heart, some strength to the team, and uh, you know, we're just not getting it. You know, Al Horford's holding his own. Robert Williams is definitely doing a, a phenomenal job. Um, but between the both of them, I mean, they're playing. They're they're definitely doing their thing. Um, so, but uh, buddy, buddy is a plus player. You know, I'll take him all day, without a doubt. KP says, "How you like the Pats versus Buffalo, and who wins the East?" Well, I think you know, just like any other rival, I think that these these two teams, you know, Buffalo and Patriots, are gonna split their games. One's going to win and the other one will win the other one. And um, I think that's what's going to happen this year, which could have easily been um, the story last year. You know, and a uh, little turnover by Cam and, uh, you know, Buffalo wins that game. But it it, it could have been a easily a 1-1. And it's the same situation with Miami and uh, and the Patriots, you know, and they just split games, you know. It's, uh, it's usually 1-1. Every now and then, someone gets the opportunity to win two games in the in the in the division, but I think in this case, it, it's definitely going to be one of those stories where it'll be one-one, and uh, and whoever has the best record in the end is going to end up winning that division. Um, Miami played a good game against Baltimore, so maybe things are straightening out there. Maybe it'll be a three three team race, but uh, Miami has to they can't afford to lose any more games, you know. I don't think anybody can afford to lose any games in November. 
you would probably have to include draft picks in that deal. Yeah. I mean, I, I give up any draft picks that the Kings want for him. Just give them up. Whatever draft picks they want, just give it to them and uh, and take Buddy. Because, you know, what, Buddy is, is probably – he if he's so loyal to Sacramento, and that is California compared to Massachusetts, but if he's staying loyal to Sacramento and he, he's playing there, he's not voicing his opinion that he wants to leave – he um he could easily come here and 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 say all right it's, it's it's I got this contract and my next contract let's work it out let's do what we have to I mean if they're gonna go after the guys that are like um you know Beal and Washington you know what they can definitely go after Buddy Hill but you get him this year you know and um. Everyone says you want to wait. You want to wait until the end of November and well, December into that, and then start thinking about trading. And I just think that why not do it now? You know, first quarter of the season, do it now. You know, gel. Um, I thought Golden State was gelling at the end of the year last year, and um, now look at this year. They, they they're on the same page, and their record shows. You know, but I think that time together is huge compared to getting together at a later part of the season and trying to make some adjustments. And, um, but I would love to see Buddy in a Celtics uniform compared to any other uniform in the East because he's a killer. He beats the Celtics up every year, and um, it would be nice to see him in green and white. So... And, and and Mike, I mean, there's one thing, uh, you know, the, the podcast that's coming on later is um, with with uh, Straight to the Point, you know, the talk show that's on uh, with uh, Brian Magnus, Steve Lopes, and Derek Consatio. You know, I like, um, if you have an opportunity, you should call in and have that basketball conversation with those guys too. Um, and it's real nice that... Um, you know, I like that. I like how they go back and forth. And with you, you know, just chiming in onto that, you know, I don't know if uh, you're signed into that group or make a request for BMAG's, um, you know, profile on Facebook. And uh, that's definitely a good good podcast and something you would probably like to. So this is the Really Charlie podcast you know and um i'm brought this is brought to you by Streamyard, anchor spotify um youtube and facebook you know i definitely trying to bring certain guests on air um i have been speaking to the family of um bobby Greer, was the first black man to play in the sugar bowl and um we're trying to set up a podcast with him you know we're trying to get him on and uh, do that with, uh, I'm going to have a co-host with Frank Slaughter is going to come on and we're going to talk to Mr. Greer, who's going to, he's 89 years old. He's going to be 90 um, in January and uh, the things that he went through. So he, he's going to definitely come on the podcast and we're going to have a conversation about the trials and tribulations of a, you know, a black man trying to play in the Sugar Bowl. And how they were trying to stop him from playing it just because of the color of his skin. So, um, you know, he's going to come on. Um, let's see. 
I got another guest that I met through Instagram, um, Cooking Con Beatrice. She's talking to me. We're going to have her on. We're going to talk about cooking and all that. So it's going to be nice. I reached out to Will Kennedy. He'll be on December 1st, 7 p.m. and like to talk to him about his artistic um, gifts and, and so on and so forth. So, yeah, Mike, please jump in on that podcast. Um, you know, I'll try to share it on my profile. Um, so you'll know what I'm talking about. I, I, but knowing you, you probably already know. Are the Bruins right now the only team in New England that everyone loves without no haters? Hmm. I don't know. You know, the Bruins are, it, it may be, you know, um, you know, I, I think that, you know, it's just one of those teams that when you talk about Massachusetts sports teams, you know, it, it definitely the Bruins are up there. Um, I mean, I like the game. It's, I mean, when it comes to hockey, the easiest thing to explain to me is I don't like watching it on TV, but I love being there watching the hockey game. It's something different. It's just, it's nice being there, especially when you're against the glass and you, you're seeing how tough those guys are and how they're playing. And uh, it's a good game. It's, I, I enjoy it. I like watching it, um, but uh, very rarely do I watch it on TV until probably playoff time. And the Bruins are always there. They're always there ready. They're ready to fight for that Stanley Cup. So, um, I was, uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of down on Nikhil Harry, but... Uh, I was listening to on uh, WEI and they were talking about, you know, Nikhil Harry and the block that he had in, in the last couple of games and and that he's doing his job when it comes to blocking. Made a couple of good catches, one or two during the games. And, um, and they, they're trying to force him to get in the rotation. Um, and, uh, but uh, I don't, I don't, I'm not convinced that the guy's ready, you know. I would like to see John O. Smith play in that spot when the kill Harry is, you know. Um, you know, put him in whether he's uh you know, he, he's on the other half of the field, you know, he, he's let him play those positions that the kill Harry's playing. The dude can catch the ball, you know, and uh, he's hurt right now, but I'd rather have him in key situations where um He's out there. He can block. He's been making blocks just like anybody else. But when it comes to Nikhil Harry, I just don't don't have any more confidence in him. I think he blew his chances, and uh, hopefully, hopefully they move on from him and get someone else in there, including you know, what's it uh, Wilkinson that's on the bench. There's a kid Nixon. Who play down in, uh, I believe it's Central Florida. You know, put those guys in there. Um, but they're on the practice squad for some reason, whatever it is. But it may be favoritism, might be cronyism, you know, that they're, they're just keeping the keel in, in place, you know, and keep those guys down on the practice squad. But, you know, enough of that. 
he gave him his opportunities and his chances and um you know try to move on from him and uh you know, put John U. Smith out there and let him play out of position. Not out of position, but play another position. Um the dude can catch the ball. And um a couple of games ago he definitely showed what he's about. I just think that they need to, you know, implement more plays for him. Um just like they're doing with uh with Henry, you know. Key third down, they're going to Myers and Henry and, and uh I need they, they need to focus on John o. Smith a little bit more. Um so he can play like he was playing in Tennessee. So um you know re just uh, a few minutes ago I talked about WMB one radio. Um the one thing I, I like about you know the radio station is that you know it's it's not just going in there and 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 just you know getting behind a mic and just you know there's work to it you got to do something and you also got to put you know search and find some music that everyone's going to like um and we just you know my favorite music is r&b music um and army r&b music that's you know that's old, old school, you know, 70s, 80s to the 90s. I love it, you know, and, um, you know, my, my host, other host, uh, Russell Ramis, he likes that 70s music. And, and so we try to focus on that. Um, and, and I feel like I'd rather I can go, you know, 90s, 2000s, even up to date, you know, with some of the music. But I like chill music. I like that chill music where you can just kind of, let the app play as you got it in your browser or, or you're just listening to the app, you know, just let the music play and not worry about what's going to come on, you know? So let's see. KP says, what would you say is the greatest rivalry in pro in college? And what about in new England? What is the greatest rivalry? Let's see. Pro rivalry, the greatest rivalry. Um, I always like, you know, the Celtics and Lakers, but I think it's kind of got a little um, watered down. Um, however, this day and age, I like that rivalry between, um, you know, I'm going to keep it local, you know. So I like the Celtics Celtics and Sixers rivalry. I like those games. I really do. I think they're intense. People who come to play, I like, I like that. I don't know if it's the greatest rivalry, but – um. You know, it's it's one that I like. And as far as pro in college, um, let's see. I mean, Florida State is my team. You know, I love them. Always be a Florida State person. Um, when I went down there in the early '80s, um, you know, Florida State was the team that I liked, and um, so and I've been rooting for them ever since. You know. Um, but I, I like, hmm, if we're talking college basketball, I like Duke in North Carolina. I love that rivalry. I like when they're playing. It's, it's just intense, you know, um, truly, truly like that game, you know, on all, you know, whether it's in all sports, I truly like that um, rivalry. But when it comes to basketball, that's one of the best rivalries I like is North Carolina and Duke. Um, 
and you know and i think it is one of the greater rivalries so let's see yo yo from the rock the wayne the walk the rock Ramis. what's going on brother you're doing some great things man get that your show your music show you're doing things you're producing you're doing your thing and congratulations as always love 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 hearing the stories and and all the people that you're meeting and coming across and collaborating with so you keep up the good work doing the wide receiver position position historically with the patriots has been tough to break through the offensive scheme can be complex for that position i agree um and, and that's where you kind of give the respect to guys like welker and edelman that came in and, and, and grasped you know even um amandola you know uh even chris hogan when he came in you know those dudes came in and they they will you see them at all parts of the field behind the line of scrimmage they were everywhere they were lining up at the slot outside receiver you know they were doing their thing um and uh so it takes a certain type of person and understanding you know that relationship between quarterback and receiver is key you know they got to keep it going so they understand each other especially on the field you know little hand signals you know doing this uh tapping on your helmet letting people letting your your, your teammate know what you're going to do you know or where the defensive lined up so you know it's complex um Q Harry is, um, from what I understand, is um, I think he li- he lives locally, you know, so he's here all year round. There's no reason why my man can't comprehend this this offensive system, you know, and uh, maybe that's where John O. Smith is kind of struggling a little bit, you know, but I I don't think so, you know. Give that guy a little dump pass somewhere, you know. Give him some slants. He's big enough to go over the middle, you know, and catch the ball. Um, but bring those plays that Tennessee's had for him. Bring him up here and 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 just utilize him, man. He's, he's too big, too talented, you know. Is Dwayne Ramis the greatest producer ever? You got it, man. I ain't gonna dispute you, man. I ain't gonna dispute it, man. Dude's been doing it a long, long time, you know. And guess what? Any dude that's standing side by side with Oprah, MC Light, and a cast of others, you know. Um, what was it? What was the other dude? KRS-One, you know, people that he was close to, you know. He's doing his thing for a very, very long time, you know. So his resume speaks for itself, and I'm glad he's doing what he's doing because to stay in the industry that long and still producing and 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 putting out that quality stuff says a lot in itself so it speaks for itself all right let's see um so what do you think about isaiah thomas coming back to the celtics um you know, yeah, he had surgeries. He, he's definitely doing uh, a few things. You know, he had his surgeries. Um, me and my man Mike, we talked about you know Ray Allen. Is you know, is he 
capable of doing it. I think he is. You know, he's a shooter. And he always keeps in shape. So somebody, somebody, somebody um, needs to get on this roster that can shoot. Um, and until they show us otherwise, I'm just saying they can't shoot. Those relationships when that group had built a strong relationship with Brady. As Jones grows, I would appreciate I would anticipate he would pull his group to the <clears throat> to the offseason workouts, et cetera. Yes, I agree. Um, Smith is definitely going to – Jones would definitely be a team leader. Sorry, I said Smith. Jones is going to be a leader. You could see it. When you see veterans on the, on, the, on the field just looking and listening to him, he's even got, you know, Josh McDaniels here on the sideline. He's definitely looking and, and – um, listening to to um, listen to Mac Jones, and he's and and they're coming up with a game plan, you know. And um, so I think he's a good leader, and I hope they keep him. Um, and that's the quarterback of the future, and just build around him, build around him. And I don't necessarily think they build around Brady over the years. I think. They just put people in place, and Brady just took what he had, you know. Um, Edelman was there, yeah, and, and you know, and, and Brady adjusted. I think that there are some receivers that Brady would have loved on his team, including A.B., and he only had him one game. But you see their relationship. You see how they gel on the, on the football field, and it transferred over to Tampa Bay, and the result was they got a Super Bowl. Um. And AB was out for a little bit, and then he came in and he produced that in that very first game, you know. So, but yep, Mac Jones. Hopefully, he's here to stay. Um, I mentioned about uh, Mac Jones' other teammate, ex-teammate Cam Newton. You know, Cam Newton had a game. He, he definitely you know, got two TDs, one rushing, one passing. Um, but if you all remember. Those first couple of games with the Patriots, you know, that first four games, you know, things were crazy, you know, and and the hype was was real, real high when it came to the Patriots. Cam was rushing. He was scoring touchdowns. He was, you know, he, he had more rushing touchdowns than passing touchdowns. And then eventually, and then what happened? He had COVID and then he was a little sick. But what ha- truly happened was NFL teams started adjusting to him. They said, look, we're going to play a, a top-heavy front, and, and you know, and we're going to stop Cam from running, and we're going to make him pass. And when they made him pass, guess what? There was good results. Um, and uh, I think that's what's going to happen with these this, these next few games after, you know, yeah, he, he – they didn't expect Cam to be in that game. No one did. They thought they were going to go with uh, was it Walker and 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 they, you know initially they did and then they threw him in there. And then the, the dam burst open and Carolina was off with a good victory. However, I think that what's going to happen is teams are going to are definitely going to stop Cam from running, and and there was a lot of missed tackles on it, and that may be because of his physical strength and all that. But there were a lot of missed tackles on that touchdown. 
from people that normally make those tackles. Arizona is a good defense, and they definitely they they come up and support. They really, you know, they're tough nosed, you know, team, and they usually make those tackles. And they wasn't making them. Robbie Allen really wasn't doing anything all year. He just happened to score a touchdown. He was open. And uh, but Arizona underestimated Carolina. But I think what's going to happen now is teams are going to end up, you know, securing that front and make Cam pass. And uh, that's not his best quality anymore. What you got here, Kevin? What's up? Last question. Are you really a Magic Johnson Lakers fan? Asking for my little brother Malik Perry Sr. Listen. Let me tell you the story about me and my fascination and admiration for Magic, Irvin Magic Johnson. You know, when we moved to L.A., that was the dude. That was the dude. And I loved him. And I, he actually loved him before that. And he was playing college ball. I liked him. I liked everything he did. Um... When I was playing basketball, I was trying to make some of the passes that he did. I just loved him, and I still love him. Irvin Magic Johnson is my favorite player of all time when it comes to basketball. And KP and Malik, you keep bringing up the point that maybe I'm not a true fan, but I am. I'm a Magic Johnson fan. Love everything that he's done. I actually cried when he uh, was sick, and uh, I definitely was hurt, you know. So, I am a true Magic Johnson fan, whether you think so or not. I'm very, very surprised that I don't have a Magic Johnson jersey. Over the years, I gained some weight, so the ones I did have, you know what, I gave away. But KP... And Malik, I'm going to put an order in and I'm going to wear my Magic Johnson jersey from time to time. Just so you know, and you won't think I'm fronting. I love Magic. As far as you, KP, you keep saying Malik said this and said that. I know it's you. You're the greatest instigator in the world. You forget. Your best friend was me growing up. Me. I know everything that you do. I can. I know before you even do it what you're going to do. KP, love my brother. It's pretty cool when you can grow up and you don't have to, you know, we, we went from Mass to California. I went to Florida. Guess what? I never worried about anything. I never worried about friends or anything like that because... I had I had the friend I needed was my brother Kevin, so you know I never needed to uh, look for friends and uh, because you know I needed him. We both did our thing, we played sports, we did what we had to, so we could always uh, you know go to the park, do what we had to, and and with Malik, you know Malik came on later on, you know when I was about ten years old and. Um, 
that was that was nice. I was hoping he was born on my day, December seventh, but he was born December fourth. But uh, love my little brother, love all my brothers, love my sister. You know, it was uh, my dad was a Rolling Stone, but I love everything that he made out of it. You know, for my brothers and my sister, I I I definitely happy, very very happy and proud of who's in my family and who my siblings are. So KP got to go back to work. Got to go back, make that linguisa. No more Florida life. No more shot, shot, shots, you know. Got to go back to work, KP. All right, everyone. Please continue, continue to uh, listen to the Really Charlie podcast. And as KP says, happy Thanksgiving to your viewers, and yes, happy Thanksgiving to everyone. It's my favorite holiday. I get to eat and I'll adjust my weight, gain some weight, watch some football, watch some basketball. And uh, so, you know, it's a great holiday. And just think of it, you know, as a family holiday because it is truly one of those holidays that. You know, you sit down and you and all you're doing is spending quality time with each other, eating and having a good time. There's no pressure, no financial pressure, you know, as far as uh you know, gifts and presents that Christmas brings us, but you know. So enjoy your Thanksgiving and support support those local high school football teams that are out there that are playing on that cold, cold day, you know. And uh, go Whalers, beat Durfee. So, all right, everyone, please continue on the comment section. You know, as I end this podcast, and if you look, if you want a guest on the Really Charlie podcast, please mention their name down in the comment section, and I'll try to reach out to them. We got some some good guests coming up. Um, I've been only going probably once a week. You know, and and that's good for right now, you know. But um, I'll gladly go, you know, a couple of times during a week and get a guest on here. Um, I reached out to the Abstract Lab and, and Justin Montero. I'm going to try to get um, reality back on the podcast, you know, and get that group back on. But we're going to try to do it from the uh, Abstract st- um, Lab studios out there and bring some live guests on there and, um and, and, and really give a quality podcast for local artists. You know, reality's doing their thing. They got a new track out there. So I like to bring them on um, in, in December. I'm working on it as of today. And so hopefully we can lock down a date and they'll be back on. And all I'm trying to do is smoke, uh, support the local things, local people, local interests. And, um, but I, I don't have any problem interviewing anyone all over the country, all over the world. So if you want someone on this podcast, please give me their name. I'll reach out to them and we'll get something started. All right, everyone. Please, please join me Tuesday nights on WMB1 Radio, serving you R&B music on the rocks. Chilled music and chilled host. 
where you get to listen to the music you love the most. Join me and Russell Ramis as we play your favorite songs. WMB1 Radio, you can load up their app on the Apple or Android, um, or you can put www.wnb1radio.com on your browser and just listen to the music 24 hours, seven days out of the week. You have straight, uh, you got sports talk, straightforward sports talk with Brian, Derek, and Stevie Lopes. You got uh, Frankie Ryman, you know, it is uh, it's a, every week there's something, you know. And uh, please join them, support the, the local radio station. Um, and I like to hear your voice call in. The number there is 774. 774- Two zero two three zero nine four, um, but go on the app and you can put a request electronically in there, and uh, you know they'll make sure that they play it during one of the uh, one of the shows. All right, y'all, take care, God bless, and I'll talk to you in probably uh, next Monday, but I'll, I'll keep you informed. Take care. Some black people in this world, you can rob, but an old Spanish man ain't that dude. You can jump out of the dark with a gun. You be like, Poppy, give me all your money. He said, I don't give you nothing. You be like, Poppy, you better give me your money before I shoot the shit out. He said, look, I'll give you five dollars, that's it. <laughs> Love it. All right, y'all. Have a good night. Peace. Love you. You are listening to WMB1 Radio, your urban music link from the secret city. Your host, Charlie Perry and Russell Raymond serving you R&B music on the rocks, chilled music with chilled hosts, where you get to listen to the music you love the most on WMB1 Radio.